0: Hey, welcome to Speaking Highly with John Huck. I am your host, John Huck. And with me as, we'll tell he gets sick of this, I guess, uh, <laughs> Indy Fawcett. Hello. Um, how are you, man? Um, doing well, doing well. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is our first episode. Um, and to give you guys a taste of what it is, I guess, a little explanation of what we're doing, We this is a show that celebrates what's great that's it's really that simple you know um
1: yeah what do you love what what, don't you love you know like
0: like what anything and anyone who is inspiring uh and entertaining and positive you know what i mean like so the 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 range of subjects is going to be all over the place because all that stuff granted it's subjective uh you know what you like i might not like but but there is something about even if you're not that into something when you see a group of people that love it you're like okay all right that's interesting right?
1: like there's there's a there there you yeah know? yes yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: and i yeah. think and, and this is like i said this is just we're not smart we're not detectives we're not <laughs> yeah. you know we're, we're not scientists <laughs> we're not mathematicians we don't like numbers um but 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 that's what this show is going to be it's going to be a celebration of Everything we feel is great, and eventually, hopefully, you guys will chime in and tell us what you want us to talk about, or if there's things we're not covering. But this is everything from Bob Ross, Eddie Van Halen, uh, to painting pillows, hats. You know, um, we're going to be all over the place. That's what that's today's episode, our pilot episode, our first episode is about podcasts and kind of the, um, I guess the. The, the positivity and the inspiration you can get out there with a podcast, which, right. you know, again, when the, uh, not again, when this media started, it was. Laughed at, was mocked. You know what I mean. It was um like like I equated to web series. You know, um, right, right. <laughs> I, when I first did a web series, people were like, dude, don't tell anyone you're doing a web series. It's just like people were embarrassed by it or whatever. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know, and the, the joke of podcasting is that everybody has a podcast. You know what I mean? And I, and I get it. There's a lot of them out there. Um, and some of them are phenomenal. Some of them are super low end, low budget, not that good. Not well thought out, whatever it is. But there's literally, I feel there's a podcast for everyone. It's like um, it's like magazines used to be, or uh, uh, right. now there's a website for everything. You know, there's a channel yeah. for everything. There's if if you like something, you can find it within the world of podcasting. So definitely. Yeah. And,
1: and, you know, it's it's a medium that uh, lends itself to really like just the amount of volume of podcasts doesn't necessarily mean, you know, like, yeah, there's going to be duds, obviously. Um, But, you know, like that that just means there's there's room for everybody. And that means that, like, no matter, like even having the thought of like, oh, is anybody going to want to hear what I have to say? You know, like that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, you know, like you could have a podcast about, you know, paper clips, and I'm sure there's somebody out there who would listen. There's at least
0: one person who's going, "Hey, have you heard Paperclip Weekly?" And everyone's going, "Dude, please stop talking about that podcast." (laughs) No, no, no. It's about paper clips. It's no one gives a shit. Yeah, but but yeah, there's there's, you know, I always say there's there are no. Uh, you know people who feel flawed or they feel like, "Oh, no one's gonna love me or I can't there's somebody out there like there if if you think you got a flaw, there is somebody out there who I guarantee you beats off to that flaw, whatever it is. you know what I mean like there's 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 some there's there's room for everybody all over the place, you know, right. except the planet. there's too many people on the planet that's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but like, definitely. But everyone that's already here—if you want to, like you said—is this something people are going to want to hear? Well, start with—is it something you want to hear? Is it something your friends would listen to? Right. Like when I when I do st- and for those people that have kind of followed me from—I did uh, two other podcasts prior to this that i was associated with and i had a blast doing both of them there shout was,
1: out to the listeners well Hell but yeah. but if
0: anybody has has come from the full count or from hollywood anonymous and 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 hung on to watch this i or listen to this i i really appreciate it um thank you and uh, we'll keep trying to make i think if you like the other two you you're gonna like this i mean i, I hope uh, we got some good guests oh lined yeah up. Th-
1: third time's the charm baby yes you know, yeah
0: yeah I'm yeah not. yeah and and if this doesn't work then i then i'm out then i have to sit down <laughs> i have to go to the bench
2: yeah
0: um but yeah a little i think we should tell people how you and i met um indy came to me actually and asked if i was at all interested in doing a podcast and i had just ended one and i was yes i was very interested you know (laughs) um but we met working on a web series (laughs) uh yes titled my death co which um there's only one episode up online i believe and the rest have been taken down because there's a we're actively trying to make it a television show, um, but uh, super fun show to work on. Um, that was something I was approached by two guys who I didn't know. Sean and Ben hit me up and got uh, a show. Hey, you want to play uh, the Grim Reaper? I'm like, what? Eh, I don't care. Sure. <laughs> you know, and literally it turned into something that was probably one of the most fulfilling acting roles i've ever had you know um just right. being able to be a care the same character and help and and make that character help that character progress over the course of so many episodes like usually when i get booked in something it's like a commercial or it's a small role on tv where there's no chance to grow or you know you're i i pop and i don't i'm not complaining but i don't i don't mind being the guy that pops in and goes hey i smell a fart and then pops out and everyone goes who who is that fucking weirdo right right but but with that with my death code, there was more there and I, I was very grateful that we got to do that
1: Well, yeah, it's it's you know, uh, it's I think my you can google it uh, yeah. yeah, it's on YouTube. Um, go watch it. It's incredible um, um, But you know one great thing about it too is that you know, it's if bringing somebody like you who's you know a, you know, a stand-up comedian actor character actor and so many different things that So, you know, I don't think you probably get asked to play a role like this much, you know, or like or like if it is, it's like, you know, actually getting it out to people to see is like so far ahead or or so far out of reach.
0: Well, I was asked to play the Grim Reaper the that same week. I was asked to play a Grim Reaper in (laughs) in something else. And then I was asked to play a serial like an axe wielding murderer in something else. So. I the the, 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 <laughs> the, the axe wielding murder thing I had hurt my knee And I couldn't run And they needed me to run So I couldn't do oh, that wow. one And then the other Grim Reaper thing They never got back to me and then, really? sh- and then, because sh- when Sean hit me up, finally, he, I was like, "Which one is the this? director?" Yeah, sorry. When uh, the director hit me up, I was like, "Which one is this?" I've been asked to play a grim reaper for two different things, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, <laughs> okay." Which is a weird, you know. I kind of think I look like a happy guy, and everyone's like, "Right, yeah, I You're more like death. That was a dark De- week. For death you. is good. Death is good. Yeah, yeah. But that's how that's how we met, and this was kind of indie's sort of put the spark in it that got it going.
1: Yeah, you know, I I've, I've been doing. You know, podcast that nobody listened to, listens to for like a to, long time. Wanted to add uh, another one? Yeah, I have, an, uh, I have a podcast called The Conscious Club Podcast. It's about a funk band named Wolfpack. No wonder people don't listen to <laughs> it. It's uh, <laughs> not specific at all. It's so broad. I know. So broad. I know. I know. Everybody can listen to it. Uh, but, you know, I've just been doing it for so long, and, and you know, you can... You put so many damn hours into podcasting into editing and do getting everything out and prepped and like when people don't watch it's like it's like a like you feel like it's a waste of time like should i even keep doing this you know that kind of thing so i wanted to branch out to people who actually have some sort of following already who don't have shows and like would like to do it and it's like i i love making them you're really hilarious and bring you know a really funny perspective a different perspective that people already love and know um so well, it's like why we'll not join about forces and, and do, <laughs> no seriously it's like you're a person like, like i was talking to my dad about doing the show and i texted him like a google you know photo of you and he's like oh i've seen that guy before yeah you your know? dad so was your, like,
0: your dad thinks i'm chris elliott <laughs> i guarantee he's like no oh, that guy's been around for a long time
1: <laughs> well i don't know about that but he you know you're a recognizable figure and it's good to it's good to you know join forces with somebody who can uh you know carry the weight you well know, and, i hope i have I hope great so. uh, guests like dan cummins today
0: yes yeah dan yeah. cummins is our guest um obviously if we're going to talk about podcasts dan is a guy who uh for those that don't know dan fuck i mean look him up i mean there's no there's there's no excuse because even if you don't like his podcast for some reason like if you if it's not your thing which is entirely possible like again there's a million yeah. podcasts out there you don't have to like everyone that everyone likes but if you, just because you don't like his podcast doesn't mean you wouldn't like his stand-up because he's right. he's just a very in my opinion i i put him i feel like he's the guy who picked up the ball that carlin put down you know what I mean? There, or like a Bill Hicks? Like there's, right. there's an, there's a, a, but, but kind of more with a smile. It's just, it's a very interesting. But he's very like, when, when he goes into a group of people that are doing something dumb, there's, I've never been like, no, that's wrong. I've always been like, yeah, no, put your fucking phone away. Whatever it is, you're like, right? I'm just, I'm always on the same page. I'm like, yeah. He, he writes some material that. I'm like, oh, why didn't I write that? You know, like sometimes right. I'm like, ah, damn. But very funny and very knowledgeable and has is essentially growing a podcast empire in Idaho. You know what I mean? Which I is know. super impressive. Which
1: is something that you never thought could have happened, but now, it, you know, can. You know, right. like it's incredible what he's
0: done. Yeah. Absolutely. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a couple of, um, like I said, because podcast we're, we're celebrating I don't know if we call them birthday parties, whatever we want to call these, but the ma- our main topic is podcasts and kind of something that started at, technically in the eighties. Um, people were oh, able really? people were able to record themselves, and then you know it, when you think about computers back then, what they were. I mean, I no human that I know would have been able to find a, a, a voice um, file. You know what I mean? Like it was all like right, random, it's, it's, it's like analog. You wouldn't know how to get to it. Like if you were right. just a regular person, you'd have to be like a Steve Jobs to even to <laughs> you'd type have in any access to a
1: studio. <laughs> to, yeah, I yeah. remember
0: computers back then were like the size of a you know a, a small Jeez. building. Yeah, <laughs> like fucking insanity. Wow. But I thought this was. These, I'm just going to rattle some of this stuff off because I thought oh, this was laying so, on me. Let's this is it. so funny. Um, uh, first of all, Adam Curry is the uh pod father is he's known as the pod father adam curry and a guy named dave winner i think started what we know as the podcast um and if you don't know who adam curry is i'm of the age where headbangers ball was a huge deal on mtv and before ricky rackman and ricky is a guy who owns clubs in la and is very uh, kind of already ingrained uh in the metal scene but so was adam curry he's a host a radio guy and he came to mtv and he hosted headbangers ball for a long time and you know it's 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 crazy because you don't think people disappear off mtv and you're like well i guess they were done being vjs you know but then he goes on and has done he had actually the first podcast was something called uh what did he call his it was like something about uh like pod pod week or something like that but it was Uh like how they all kind of knew like they were in these pods and each one is self-contained, and that's kind of how, yeah. it, you know. That's I mean, pod. It's a self-contained voice cast is essentially what it is, right? right? Yeah, it's
1: interesting. I never really heard like the disambiguation on where that word came from. I kind of figured it was like Apple making its thing. Oh, making, trying making to its iPod, and then now we do podcasts. Mm. You know,
0: that's but interesting.
1: It, it maybe Apple spawned from that, or right? like or oh, vice, it's a pod, right? Like, or
0: vice versa because the idea is still the same, you know, pod, uh, you know, right.
1: and they're morphing They're, you know, Apple's building their company right at the same time. This is all happening. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. And,
0: and the leaps in technology from the first iPhone, remember the first iPhone you ever saw? I was oh like, I don't want a phone. that's that small with no buttons. I was like, I can't, right. I can't, I don't like this. And just, I mean, that feels like yesterday, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and it was probably what? 2006, seven, seven eight, nine, something like that. Yeah. And just the, leaps, the leaps and bounds in the technology to where we are now are like, oh yeah, I can do everything on my phone, everything. And with
1: 5G, you can download a whole movie in 4K in 30 seconds.
0: It's (laughs) it's crazy, (laughs) so as that technology has, you know skyrocketed or whatever you want to say that's what's happening to podcasts it's become something that now everyone can like anyone can shoot a movie now if you have an iphone you can shoot a movie
1: right and you you know podcasting is is now a um i've even heard you know say you know we you know we're in the hollywood area in the entertainment industry and you know people pitch shows around uh the town and you know a lot of them now go no, we won't pick this up yet. But make a podcast about it and see if it grows a following, and then we'll pay for
0: it. So you do all that, the work. That's that's dude, right. Not like, to bag on Hollywood, but that is very typical. When
1: ten, yeah, right, when ten years ago, it'd be like, oh, you're doing a podcast. Get the hell out. You know, like who? You know, that's you and everybody. You're an else. Embarrassment. Yeah. Right. Right. But so that's that, that's interesting.
0: That's a very Hollywood thing. Hey, you do all the work, and then when when we see that it's famous and good and people love it, then we'll swoop right. in, take all the credit.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, like shows like the Ron Burgundy podcast like that doesn't need to exist. You know you know what I mean like I'm sure they wanted to make a a, a sitcom or a you know episodic TV show and they're probably like eh, let's do a podcast first. But
0: yeah, but but also <laughs> You never know. <laughs> but also like you say like oh that doesn't need to exist and it doesn't. I mean none of this really needs to exist. Like, right. It's not it's like people's argument to going to space like it's not feeding us, it's not putting <laughs> um you know uh more health into our bodies. It's not fixing the environment, but it's right. like But we do it because we're here and it makes things more interesting. Yeah. And that is legitimately a reason. And I, you know, if, if this is something right. that we want to do, we're going to do it. And if we do it with enough love, people are going to like it. And if people like Definitely. it, that's really, and I've, I've done, I, I've come, Dan has kind of um, sparked this in me, but I've, I've come away, like a away from how I used to look at stand-up and, and just kind of, um, uh, you know, what are people listening to? What do what do they want? What do people oh, who who likes what and what's big now? And what what are the things that people are buying? And right. and I, I, it's just there's no what do I like? What do my friends like? What does my wife laugh at? Like wh- that's all I give a shit about.
1: Right? People like interesting people. People like in like people like, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. Like there is a difference between what do people like and I'm going to be me and it, like th- there's always spectrums of it like you can always be like uh, uh, like I'm going to be me but I don't give a shit about anybody else what they think about that's eh. but you could be that's a little extreme and, a, and an upstanding person but unique quirky in your own way and like and just go to it with the full extent and that's what people are going to like not necessarily what you think other people like right people like interesting things yes so it's, it's, and, if, you, it's and if we make and if we make right.
0: something that they've never thought about before interesting they'll take note you know what i mean right
1: like yeah. i spend many hours of my week watching podcasts that had they not been made <laughs> i would be watching something else like tv or netflix or something like that and like it's like 10 hours a week or more you know you, just like yeah. having all, having it on the background editing or you know working at remotely yeah. doing stuff and it's like i'm giving a lot of my time to these podcasts which is interesting I've, I've been hearing recently too that you know at, at the company that i work for um you know tv advertising dollars it's going to burst and go straight into podcasting and and youtube content Interesting. so like there's billions of dollars that advertising revenue went through you know spectrum you know nbc you know all these huge things that really People in my, my age group really don't buy cable, really don't oh, watch cable. Oh, dude, I can't imagine YouTube someone under TV 30 getting 50 cable. 50 bucks a month. Yeah. yeah, you know, like it's just like we're going away from that model and I think advertising spending is going like, but the old people are over here in cable and the, but the growing number of people are over here in digital.
0: The people spending money are over there in digital. The old people are like, I, I buy a spatula right. a year and that's it. Like they, <laughs> right. they're not like... They've yeah. already hoarded all the Tupperware they're going to get at a certain exactly. age, you know. Yeah,
1: so so I think it's mm-hmm. like it, we're still in the infant stages of this podcasting game because this podcasting has completely disrupted an entire <laughs> yeah uh uh, uh industry, right like you know it's 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 insane yeah i don't mean to no 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 yeah that,
0: but that's i mean <laughs> part of this is you you are a podcast listener you listen to multiple podcasts I mean, we'll, we'll talk about which yeah. ones we like but like i don't i don't um i don't listen to as many as you do you know i'm 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 um, i don't know if it's my attention span but i do i have like five that i like i enjoy but i'm not religious about any of them you know Right, um, but there's a, there's some firsts. This is all I wanted to go over the firsts. Yeah, uh, the term podcast was first mentioned in 2004 in a newspaper article in The Guardian by a guy named Ben Hammersley. Uh, 2005, the first People's Choice Award to go to a podcast for Leo Laporte's This Week in Tech. Leo
1: Laporte, you my know him? Mom, my yes, he's on the radio every weekend. He's a syndicated radio host, <laughs> so, and has his entire podcast network all about tech. He has like. 15 shows and like a hundred people working for him i think it's called twit.tv this week in tech wow yeah and i remember he was the top podcaster um 10 years ago and he was making double what rogan was making at that time jesus and now rogan's making fucking
0: well you know, that's eclipsing everybody that's the biggest i, I mean that's the biggest kind of podcast news that there is recently is the is the spotify deal with rogan yeah. you know um it's unprecedented it's it's there's never yeah no one's been offered anything like that i will say that if there were the next person i could see getting some sort of a deal like that would literally be our guest dan cummins um yep. what Definitely. he has grown uh with the time suck podcast is is a syndicated show it's a thing that right. that is just gonna keep growing you know yeah so
1: yeah and and you know um, a lot of what we're talking about you know is covered with you know the, the interview with Dan that you'll be hearing after this but um, you know it's it's really interesting to see how how it can be so decentralized to what it used to be like there's no suits telling you this you shouldn't say this you shouldn't say that there's no and also I, I, I would imagine that a Joe Rogan deal of that magnitude Joe Rogan would require that he maintain all ownership of everything my so guess is that as uh, yeah. to, to keep that delineation away from the studios because then you're just a product of the studio again it's just a new techie Spotify version of it
0: yeah you yeah know? no so
1: I think like what's great about podcasting is like it gives you power to grow your own audience and then also reap the benefits of it when it becomes uh, 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 a widespread, it, you know, there's more people watching Joe Rogan podcast than actually watching the late show.
0: Oh, dude, we uh, yeah, I, it's we, insane, uh, I talk you know? about that with Dan and, and I've had so many conversations in green rooms across the country that to go on to Joe Rogan's podcast is the equivalent of if you were to be a standup comedian on The Tonight Show when Johnny Carson was the host and there was only like three channels to watch, everybody watched The Tonight Show. If you were a standup comic on The Tonight Show and Johnny Carson called you over to the couch, you were immediately famous royalty. If yeah. you do Rogan, you will gain. I mean, unless I guess he doesn't like you or I don't know how that would work. But like, I if, don't
1: even think even if he doesn't like you, I think you gain. You gain to like gain, gain followers.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and just ex- the exposure is is massive. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's it's grown a lot of comedians careers. He's helped with a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um that it's that's kind of like the ultimate of what a podcast can be in the sense that like like you say no suits he does what he wants he talks to who he wants there's nobody going you're canceled um because even if spotify were to if their contract runs out eventually and they don't renew his podcast doesn't go away he doesn't like he doesn't go oh well i can't get a billion dollars i'm not going to talk anymore he's going to go go keep doing the show you know i mean the listens aren't going to stop so
1: right and I think you know it's like it's kind of a win-win-win it's like uh, you know we still get to listen to the show for free albeit you know you have to download Spotify to do it but it's still free right Um, Joe Rogan's getting paid and Spotify is getting all these extra tens of millions extra user base yeah which is probably way eclipsing them over Apple music
0: yeah now Spotify would just pay the artists that'd be great exactly because yeah, that, there's another uh, thing. that's it's like seven
1: dollars uh, off the top goes to uh, spotify or something yeah it's se- it's it, like seven out of ten dollars it's like it's yeah insane. when people
0: listen to my comedy on spotify i see no money from that
1: that's insane. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like yeah. what is it like a a million listens is like not even too grand. Or oh something. yeah,
0: and I'm never gonna get to that, so it doesn't. It's not even.
1: Well, hey, ah. speaking highly with John Huck, you never know. Now we're on no. to
0: something. Now we're exactly. on to something. But that my whole thing with this first People's Choice Award, Leo Laporte this week in tech. Yes. that was bound to be a thing that that grew like tech. Like I wonder if he's ever talked about this, but I feel like pornography drives the tech, yeah. like when Definitely. that you ever seen um uh tropic thunder tropic thunder when yes, um they're walking through the, the Jay, uh, yeah yeah he's talking about he's like you know you know porn it was like dvd and blu-ray, blu-ray and then blu-ray, yeah and then porn shows the the dvd or whatever it was and it was like that no, yeah
1: like, it was a hd dvd compared to blu-ray because yeah. i remember there you could, you could buy either for like five years yeah and then it was like the betamax Dude, you know, vhs like, yeah who was who was gonna win
0: porn yeah. went to vhs vhs won <laughs> out do you know what right, i mean exactly. like that's literally yeah. that's what drives a lot of that tech so that that just makes me laugh like tech is always involved in like military and porn and like really weird <laughs> <laughs> shady yeah. shit um yeah. yeah and the first uh the first podcasting book was called podcast do-it-yourself guide whatever todd cochran released that in 2005 though president bush W uh, was the first president to have his weekly address delivered as a podcast.
2: Oh, interesting. I think that's
0: kind of that's kind of weird.
1: Bush coming in the podcast game,
0: but I'm sure again that's just an old man being told to, to, you're going to reach more people.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Like he. Yeah. He's
0: and for I sure. can't. I Go also ahead. can't imagine being uh, in 2005. Me going, oh, George Bush has a podcast. Let me <laughs> listen to this fucking psycho <laughs> war criminal has to say. <laughs> So like, yeah, no, I really no think there's you. some,
1: some uh, enticing conversation happening
2: there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, ooh, 2005, yeah. also, the word podcast was added to the dictionary. This is ooh. totally something I've been like right it's around that. Serious. 2005 was right around the time they added punked to the dictionary.
2: Ooh. I,
0: was, I was working on that show when they added it to oh, the you dictionary. You worked on punked? I was a producer on punked, yeah. Oh for, my God! For the, uh, you
1: are royalty. Oh my God! I watched that show so so much.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Watch that for those first eight cycles or whatever MTV put out. I'm in a couple bits. I got real shitty hair. It's worse than what you're seeing now, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I produced on it, worked with a lot. I mean, probably one of my favorite crews of all time. Just the people that we got to work with and and deal with. And then
2: yeah,
0: I mean, it was, well, a, I mean, fun, it was of, a fun of show.
1: any show you could do for MTV. That's I That's the epitome of having fun at co- work. Co- right? lucked, out,
0: lucked out. I was a production assistant on the Jamie Kennedy experiment. And the people, a couple of producers, went were hired away from Jamie and were hired by MTV to go to punk And they brought me with them. And I went from a PA to an associate producer and overnight. Wow. And then was, I was just kind of thrown into the fire and figured it out. And it's something that yeah. I can still do today. Pretty well, if I have to.
1: That's great, man. That's super cool. Like I, I man, I didn't even do my research on you enough to even know that you were on those shows. That's actually one of my like the top two shows that I remember from like growing up, going to high school. Because like I was born in '93, you know, I'm 27. Fuck
0: so. you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so like that's that's literally like my. Yeah. Like nostalgia is yeah. watching those shows. Like that's super cool.
0: Yeah. That's no, awesome. you, you are right on the age, age group that was, that was aimed at, you know what I mean? we pointed yep. a cannon to people and we're like, yeah, here's some people you like that are being yep. made fun of. Like, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So that was just, um, I don't know. Why did I fucking talk about that?
1: Punk, uh, you know. It was oh oh the yeah. The dictionary. dictionary. Yeah. 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 So
0: Punk is in the dictionary now. Um, the show, uh, just a quick tidbit. Originally, we were going to call the show harassed. And the, the legal department was like, hey, do you know that harassing people is a crime? <laughs> <laughs> Playing pranks Harassed. isn't a crime. Harassment is a crime. It's a this great idea. <laughs> it's
1: kind of a crime, though.
0: <laughs> Join us tomorrow on Assault. Um,
2: right.
0: <laughs> dude, Ricky Gervais sets the Guinness Book of World Records for the most downloaded podcast at 200 hundred and sixty one thousand six hundred and seventy per episode for his first month in 2007 wow kind of impressive starting start
1: with a bang
0: but also ricky Jeez. gervais said that was like after at least one stand-up special the office uh extras right. you know he he was a household name at that point you know shortly yeah. after that he starts hosting the oscars and shit so you know naturally yeah right yeah um and 2010 mark Marin starts what the fuck the what the fuck podcast and that for me that was a really that's a really important podcast i think um if you're in the entertainment industry if you're a performer of any kind if no matter what it is whatever you're doing you're writing you're acting you're a comedian you're in a band whatever the guests that marin had the you know, they might be a comic who I'd heard of or knew of, but was like, oh, I never really cared for their stuff. And then you listen to the interview and the interviews always kind of showed things. They had, people had a plan. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then something kind of like it it veers off and they end up being happy following these other paths and doing these other things. And like, you know, oh, I thought I was going to be a big actor. And then I started directing and it was something I could get into it showed me that there was no right or wrong way. There was, you can only move forward while you're being true to who you are and who you want to be. And then if you just keep doing that, it becomes a numbers game. And then if you can just last and be around and be someone that people want to work with, you know, you've got a good shot of being a working actor or being a working entertainer. Adam Carolla set a Guinness record after receiving God, is this number right? Fifty-nine million five hundred seventy-four thousand eight hundred forty-three unique downloads from March two thousand nine to March two thousand sixteen. So that's a few years, but that's yeah. a lot of downloads. And when they say unique downloads, what does that mean? Is that just like not the unique same down- show over and over again, or?
1: I th- um I think unique downloads would have been like say, you know, I listen, you know, say. I listened to all the episodes say there was 20 episodes in that in that time span if i listened to each one that would have been 20 listens
0: okay okay
1: right but like say if i would have i think if unique doesn't mean recurring so if i listen to the same podcast twice that's not a that's unique
0: not one. unique right that's that a, wouldn't be, two, be a, repetitive right. yeah okay right cool yeah. well still very impressive um right and then this is you know spotify bought this podcast network gimlet media and anchor fm and now they're pretty much the main, you yep. know, they signing the Joe shining Joe Rogan that it was a, that's a huge, it's a Probably massive the
1: smartest business move they made it. So re- I mean, yeah.
0: honestly, both of their, on both of their parts, like it's yep. smart for Rogan, especially if what you're saying, like he gets to keep everything. He doesn't have to,
1: and he doesn't have to do ads anymore. There are no ads on his shows anymore
0: because Spotify is able to
1: what they be- gave him a hundred million dollars you know so
0: he doesn't have to have ads he, he doesn't, doesn't have to, to
1: have ads anymore <laughs> wow
0: so <laughs> yeah, if someone does advertise on that show it's because they gave him another couple hundred million dollars or whatever probably you know?
1: yeah before the spotify deal he was making a hundred thousand dollars per episode just on advertising
0: yeah well look what like whatever you think of the show good for him because yeah again Ooh. he's he's done a lot for comedy and for comedians um yeah you know whatever
2: yeah
1: well um, he's he's you know he's royalty you know he yeah, will always yeah, yeah. yeah yeah be revered yeah literally
0: I think I think uh, Mark Maron I think um, yeah. Rogan and then um, Corolla he's Corolla's you know, he up there was, yeah
1: yeah he was like you know right under Rogan
0: yeah because I think listens. Corolla had the advantage of coming right from radio and he already yeah. had that like kind of Howard Stern base yeah the
1: love line day you know yeah. like that that yeah. kind of uh era of radio yeah. yeah he he went off of those uh coattails
0: but yeah you're right those guys are kind of like the you know if you were gonna do a mount rushmore or whatever <laughs> right. yeah you know. exactly um and, and and just kind of what they've spawned i mean literally maron's podcast is what made me want to do a podcast i was like dude i want to talk to right. people and
1: he even know. got obama to come in his studio
0: dude, at his house that was insane such a good interview it was so fun first of all obama is like i just saw him on what's that desus and um I can't think of those guys' names right now. There's a there's a two guys they interviewed people. That. It's a ESPN. I think it's like a sports talk show. Mm-hmm. But they interviewed Obama and they were talking about the tan suit. And he's like, <laughs> oh, I thought the suit looked sharp. And, the, and one guy goes, yeah, man, it was great. I'm like, he looks fly. He looks like the dopest real estate agent in Colorado. <laughs> and Obama is just dying, laughing, like taking, like getting roasted essentially, so it's just funny. like laughing. Yeah. But that was that was huge for Marin, You know what I mean? Those are like those are milestones yeah. in podcasting that are things. <laughs> That when he started that show, he wasn't, oh, I think I'm going to get the president of the United States to, to come by after he's done working. And uh, yeah. there was yeah. no possible way in his head that he could have foreseen the growth of that show.
1: Right. Exactly. It's, yeah, it's, and-
0: it's how Dan talks about, like for Marin too, it was a last ditch Hail Mary. It yeah. was a, I am, I, I, you know. Because his show
1: on, was it Comedy Central? Didn't do well, right? I think it was only like a season or
0: two. Who, Marin?
1: Was did Marin go long? Oh, IFC.
0: Oh yeah. IFC. Oh, that went. I went. Think that went three seasons.
1: Three seasons. But he yeah, only got, I watched it, and then it just kind of went nowhere. He, but then the podcast just
0: boom. But he only got around. that show because of the podcast. That podcast. The show because that, of the podcast. that podcast was first, oh my God. and then he did oh. Marin on IFC, and he he had been canceled. I guess he had a radio show that was canceled prior to starting the podcast. But what Dan will talk about later in his uh, interview is. Just this last ditch of like, what do I like? I'm tired of doing what the industry has told me to do. It's not working for me, it's not working for the industry, and nothing right. is connecting. What should I do? And it's like, do what you like, talk right. about yeah. what you want to talk about. Yeah, that's the if only
1: if you're going to be doing something, whether it be like something like this, where it's like there's no guaranteed return on investment we have to buy gear we have to drive to each other's house and exchange media and like all those other things that actually kind of cost money and we kind of go like okay w- this is not in, in hope that something will be returned someday you know in way 200, down 200. Way. 200. That, and that's you know the what thing. i mean that's the yeah. thing you
0: have to keep like the amount of growth like my last two podcasts i swear i we got to uh we got to 98 or 99 or hundred ninety. No, we got to ninety nine on the first podcast, and then we stopped. And then we got to one hundred ninety on the second one, and we stopped. And it's like, well, that those were those were years of podcasting, yeah. and it feels like, oh, that was a lot of work and everything. We were just as we stopped, we were just starting to see just a just a little bit of like, you know, you really have to keep going. Keep you it. have to. Yep. I, I mean, unless you get that, you know, you're already famous and you start a podcast. Right. That's a very different thing.
1: I think. I think it all really boils down to if you're going to do something without a guarantee of success, which is most everything in life, dude, um, you better like doing it.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think it was, uh, you know, I feel like this is a Kyle Kinane quote. When people ask him like, Hey, should I do comedy? Or what do you think? I'm funny. I want to do stand up or whatever. I think it's Kyle who said, um, he tells people that, if you wouldn't do stand-up comedy for free for the rest of your life, don't do it at all. Because like you said, there's no guarantee. And if you don't love it, like that's what happened to me. Like I was very burnt out on like feeling like I was spinning my wheels, like I'm turning over material. I'm writing all the time. I'm doing these things I think I'm supposed to do. I'm audiences are enjoying it, but I can't get any further. You know what I mean? It's just right. it was like very frustrating. And I was like the Mark Marin podcast brought me kind of sort of woke me up a little and like made me feel like the struggle was one okay. And then right. just because this wasn't working right now doesn't mean something else isn't gonna work down the road, you know? And if if you're doing shit that you love, you can't go wrong. Like you might be poor you know you might right. you, you you might have a lot of financial issues or, or relationship issues or whatever it is but yeah. if you're if you're staying true to this thing that you love that you're doing that you can keep doing then you you sort of win you know what i mean like yeah i don't know i know that people are like well you got to fucking have money and yeah i get it we've made it a society that that's very important in order to live well, it, but like
1: yeah it's it's definitely it, here's the thing if you start out the gate about money, you're gonna fail. That's it. Like, if you if, like, you, if your soul reason you need reason, to have a product. You need to have a product that people like in order for that you that like to exchange money for it.
0: And you need to that, like that, that product liked, right. before anyone else can like it. It's it's the same. If you literally hate yourself, if you literally think about how shitty you are all day, there is absolutely no way you're gonna be able to find that you can love another human being. Exactly. There's just no fucking way. It just doesn't work. There's no room for yeah. it. So you right. have to like what you're doing. You have to love yourself and what you're saying. Right. And and I don't mean that from a, a ego maniacal perspective. I just mean self love. Like, no, you you, may,
1: you come, It comes from a loving perspective. Yes. Like you know why why torture yourself through to do something that you really don't like out of monetary gain. It's like, pointless. Oh, How is that and fulfilling. Pointless. Like, even if you did get the money, you still wouldn't be happy. Yeah. What do
0: you? Because, you, what, cause, cause you know, what, what are you chasing? What are you gonna say? What are you gonna say on your deathbed? Like, remember that podcast I did that I didn't like that I made some money? Like, no, the fucking know. Yeah, <laughs> no, is the yeah. shit. It'd be great. You know. Oh and yeah.
1: Joe Rogan's on episode what, fifteen hundred and seventy. I was. Something? I was
0: gonna ask. How do you do? You know how many?
1: I'll, I'll look it up right now. <laughs>
0: it's up. fucking massive. Um, according to pod, I looked this podcast hosting.org. As of December of 2020, there were over uh 1 million five hundred wait this is right, right? one million five hundred thousand podcasts.
1: one million five hundred thousand
0: yeah and and over thirty four million episodes.
1: Jeez, you know when I last heard that stat, it was five hundred thousand.
0: <sighs> Where did and you last I think it hear was, it
1: And I think it was like two years.
0: ago. I, that does not surprise me. I could see that doubling every year you know especially
1: episode 1580 (laughs) with andrew
0: schultz this week oh andrew (laughs) schultz has a thing on netflix right yeah yeah yeah. he
1: he just that that's a good example too of like a pseudo podcast type of thing that got picked up
0: yeah Yeah, like he
1: literally just put out monologues like he was trevor noah you you know like like he was the daily show oh and then netflix was like like he literally put out 17 monologues on his youtube and then netflix bought it
0: wow i know wow and i guess i know uh robbie uh slowick who worked on it he's a comic out in new york and he i saw a post that he put up that said uh you know it was something i'm really proud of we worked on this it was a skeleton crew i think they might have done it during the pandemic it might have been something yep. that was like shot you know and um look if you if, if you shot something during the pandemic and no one got sick way to go way to yep. go good for you um, but that's a crazy, that's such a crazy big number. Like 75% of the U S population is familiar with the term podcasting. Now I know that sounds stupid to somebody who's lives in this world, but right. 75% is a huge chunk of the country if yep. to like, you're talking like old people. My mom knows what an, a podcast is. Do you know what I mean? Right. She, it's like there, yeah. she knows how to find them. Like the, just it's. 20 years ago, if you had, it wouldn't be like that. It just wouldn't, I don't know. 50% of all US homes are podcast fans. 55%, 155 million people in the US have listened to a podcast. 37% listen to podcasts at least every month. That's 104 million people. 24% listen to podcasts weekly. That's 68 million people. 16 million people in the US are avid podcast fans. 51% of podcast listeners are male. 49% 49% female, which is really half and half.
1: Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Which that's... goes
0: to, it speaks to content because it's not like 50% of Rogan's fans are males and the other 50% are female. It's like across the board of podcasts, there are female-based female hosted, right? female, you know, the target audience is females, you know, so yeah. it, they, there's something for everybody.
1: Yeah. It's a good, yeah. It's an indicator that it's, it's a human. It's a, it's a human connection based medium. Yeah. I just like, <laughs> like, like, it, it, like, yeah, you can watch TV and like that stuff is like scripted. And it's, even the non-scripted stuff is contrived to, you know, Oh God, it, sometimes scripted.
0: a non-scripted is scripted more than the scripted.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and so like you know, uh, I think podcasts are an escape from, you know, being told what to think all the time. You know, you know, being told you're a this, you're a that, you're a you're this label, you're that label. You can actually like begin to understand somebody that you may not un- like like, yeah, or like agree with, and be go like, oh, like or like try to be able to, like they're human too. Like I actually enjoy like they may be humorous or they you know like there may be something about them that isn't the devil yeah like that's from waterboy you know that's what the the devil
0: (laughs) that that's what that that's what mark maron's podcast did for me it took comics who i was just indifferent to and it made me realize that we all struggle we all uh you know it's it's not easy for anybody nobody nobody people uh, oh oh, well richard pryor was really funny richard pryor that i mean jesus christ that guy struggled like it's just it's i i don't know i i just really appreciate that podcast in the sense that i could see people who you kind of think oh this person is set up this person is you know already they were destined for this and to see that they had to work just as hard as everybody else and and it's it's a it's a combination of talent sure and then hard work like you got to put in the time you can't just go on stage and be funny you gotta have jokes you gotta write you have to be somebody who is like, yeah, Bill Burr doesn't stop writing. Like, he you watch him and he just works and works and works. And I mean, three shows in a night, you can watch those same three shows and you can watch some of that material get better and better. Or he'll do a whole hour in three shows, like 15 minute chunks. Of the comedy store, right. you basically see a whole hour of comedy. It's just, it's, it's just uh, Mark Merritt's podcast. I really enjoy. What are, what, what are your top five? Like, what do you really?
1: Uh, my top five, Oh gosh. Um, I watch, I really love Dr. Drew's new podcast, uh, D- Dr. Drew After Dark. It's, uh, it's produced out of YMH, uh, Tom Segura's podcast network, I guess. <laughs> he has, oh, he's got he realize... a I did realize with Dr. Drew.
0: Oh, but so your mom's house isn't a network, is it? Uh,
1: your mom's house is a podcast and it's a podcast network. Oh. Like they call it YMH studios. Um, but they produce, like they have a B set where they it's like a set that like basically kind of like what I have here. I have like a TV behind me and curtains, Mm -hmm. but they have kind of like a a faux wall with like a TV on it. And like they just change like the image of the show for whatever show it is. So like they have two bears, one cave with Burt Kreischer, uh, where, where your mom's at with uh, Christina P, um, Josh Potter show, the Josh Potter show is on there. um, And then Dr. After Dark. um, And then also I watch Tiger Belly. uh uh, bobby lee's show i watch uh whiskey ginger santino huge yeah santino i'm huge into basically all the comedians i work for a company that owns Jash, the uh comedian youtube yeah um company so like i i've actually got to meet comedians and, and like meet people like you too where it's like i just love comedy i love comedians and like and uh that's kind of the podcast I listen to. I'm not like necessarily like a true crime guy or, or no, something but like I, that.
0: No, but, but I was just curious. Yeah. I mean, there are, you know, it's interesting. I think the majority of true crime podcast audiences are women. Um, yeah. The guys uh, I know who do, who what's white, what's Jimmy Weissman? What's that one that they do? Is it Small Town Murder?
1: Uh, I'll look it up.
0: The, they He's out of Arizona, I believe. Um, nice guy. He does it with another dude. Yeah. Um, but they it's a true crime podcast. And he I was asking him about it. He was like, yeah, most of our fans are women. You know, that show Snapped does really well. It's not a podcast, yeah. but like women going insane and killing their husbands. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a popular topic. Um I don't know. It's, I know uh, it's
1: it's interesting. Like, yeah, I've always wondered, like, my girlfriend's always watching that stuff. Dude. Or like, you know, like going on Netflix and then she'll stop at the trailer where it's like 17 women found murdered. And I'm like, why do you why is that
0: interesting? Well, that's that's better than uh, um, husband found murdered, wife right. suspected, but eh, can't really prove it. And you're like, uh oh, <laughs> like those yeah. are the ones that worry me. Oh, that was a yeah. good idea. How did she do it? Uh, never mind. Let's change right. the channel. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like, I like, I said, I like the Mark Marin, I like what the fuck, and I like, uh, I, I do like, I'm a big music fan, I love music. Uh, the Grateful Dead gotta be hell yeah, it's uh, my favorite band, you know. Um, live as as far as live bands go the grateful dead uh fish slayer and um uh who was the f- who would i say hmm i don't know but but we're but those 3 i think are probably the, by oh motorhead motorhead was was awesome oh, of when 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 lemmy was alive motorhead was this is such a fantastic live band goddamn! um but i like this good old grateful dead podcast they break down grateful dead songs and they do oh, it's cool it's fascinating man they got old weird tapes and like the band is involved and bob weir's been a guest and it's it's that's awesome. it's the kind of shit that it's the tediousness that i could sit around and talk about like i could talk about the grateful dead and baseball to an extent that would bore <laughs> the shit out of any normal human being like I'm yeah. sure my wife's eyes would roll right out of her head if I just kept going.
1: That's great. That's great. Well, it's funny cuz like I do a podcast about Wolfpack and their funk band and Bob Weir has played with them. That and, and lunatic and many, many has played
0: time. with everybody. I know. It's it's fucking great. insane, dude. He yeah. like he's 70 years old. The dude has not stopped playing the guitar since he was 16. He was in the Grateful Dead at 15, 16 years old. They had to sneak him into clubs. He had to come in the back door like he was the baby of that group. Like Jerry Garcia was 53 when he passed away in 1995. Bob Weir is now 70.
2: Jeez.
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah, he's a young he was a young dude and he also was the only one in the group, well the first one in the group to go maybe we shouldn't just do drugs all the time. <laughs> maybe maybe we should do yoga and eat right and meditate. And, and you know. practice
1: our instruments more. Maybe. Well, that was all, I mean,
0: Jerry Garcia never went anywhere without a guitar. He just, right. those guys, when you see a guy who's good at guitar, just know that there is at least a 15 to 20 year period of their life where they didn't do anything without holding a guitar. The best guitar player I ever knew in high school, he had a job at a gas station. His name is Matt Avery. Teaches guitar out of Wheaton, Illinois now. Uh, But he would sit at this job at a gas station. He worked third shift. He'd lock the doors and sit in there and play his guitar with headphones on. People would be banging on the door like, hey, man, I got to get in there and buy some. Hmm? Fucking didn't care. He would just play guitar all night. And he is phenomenal. Phenomenal, dude. That's
1: insane. Yeah. Uh, You know, know, that's the thing. Do stuff you love. You know, that's, that's just it. That's,
0: Put the work in if you love it, and it, yeah. so it doesn't feel like work. It shouldn't right. feel like work. You know what I mean? That's the kind of. I love that okay. saying: like, do what you love, and you'll never work another day in your life. It's like, <laughs> yeah, because you keep beating off in the break room or whatever you love doing, you <laughs> weirdo. Stop doing that. um I also like like Ram das here and now. I like that kind of meditative get out of yeah, your head yeah, yeah 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 star talk radio with neil degrasse tyson i don't know if you ever listened to that
1: Ooh, That's, i love neil degrasse tyson i didn't know he had a podcast dude i, I could t- and
0: like eugene merman guests on it and he's got a chuck nice is his kind of co-host um it's just very like i'm fascinated by outer space fascinated by i watch i don't know if you know nasa has an app where you can watch spacewalks at the space station, oh, wow. launches, like just tests they do on rockets, like it's fascinating. It's so fascinating. They have cameras on everything. I've seen. I'll sit there and I'll watch a spacewalk where they go out and repair the space station for like three hours, and it's just <laughs> a guy floating above the Earth with like a wrench, like for like. <laughs> I'm just like, what? And, like
1: twenty percent off Bluetooth with promo code Spacewalk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's fucking cool, man. I mean, it's really, really cool to me. And then, honestly, I uh, am don't I'm not a uh, like an avid listener, but I do think Time Suck, Dan Cummins' show, of course. is is uh, just it's. I mean, we'll hear from him, but it's really it's like a thing that he wanted to do that he would have done anyway. And yep. he's grown this thing. It's just, first of all, background on Dan. Like I was at a place in my life comedically where I couldn't get any, a lot of work. Um, I was having trouble getting on the road. I could book spots all over town, but they don't pay and there's nothing, you know, it's like five, six minutes here, seven minutes there, 10 minutes here. So I've been, I was started to, uh, Jen Murphy gave me the idea to start headline or start emailing headliners and just asking them, you know, hey, do you need a feature? Do you need a feature? Do you need a feature? So I started with all the headliners that I actually know and consider pals you know or at least someone that would return an email so i'm going through all the people that are playing in irvine and brea and the improvs all over the southern california area and i'm hitting up everybody i know and i keep seeing this picture this long-haired kid and i'm like who the fuck is this guy and i didn't realize that i had met him previously and I was like, I'm not, I don't know him. I don't know him. I don't know him. And then finally, no one's getting back to me. I'm like, I want to, I'm going to email this guy. I'm like, hey, Dan, my name's John Huck and I, I'm a comic out of LA. And he hits me back five minutes later. He's like, dude, I know who you are. We worked, we were both producers in <laughs> television. We know all the same people. And I'm like, oh yeah. Uh, and he goes, yeah, I'd love to work with you, dude. You're hilarious. And I was like, oh, and not, I'm not even kidding you. Like two weeks later, I was featuring for him in Irvine. And that's when he told me about, doing the podcast he's starting. Yeah. And I've, like since 2015, progressively every year, I've done more and more shows with him. And then I get to go back to those same clubs sometimes and headline on my own. So he has- That's so cool. Man. He has single-handedly, like the Mark Marin podcast made me realize there's no reason to stop doing what I'm doing. Like you can continue yep. forward and your path is gonna be all over the place and some people are gonna get famous and rich and huge and you just might not be that person that doesn't matter that shouldn't be what the doesn't eh, mean you can't be successful that's not an end game yeah that's that shouldn't be your end game ever in my opinion
2: yeah Um, definitely
0: but but so the Marin podcast was good but then Dan just seeing like when he started that podcast he you know he did all right with those audiences in Irvine and Brea and then as we started kept working together and the audiences grew to the point where every show in Nashville is sold out you know and he's getting those bonuses and and he'll go out on stage and he'll mention I would I would used to open with a joke that was like, is anyone here in a cult? Because I, it was a joke about direct TV and trying to cancel direct TV. But what I would say is anybody here in a cult later on on those shows, the whole audience would cheer. They were because they all consider them cult themselves cult members of this podcast. And I would say that like, yeah, and I'm like, oh, my God. And then I would have to clarify. I go, Is anyone here? Uh, in a cult that's not (laughs) podcast-based. And then then they'd be like, oh, okay, you're doing a joke, all right. (laughs) So, but like- That's funny, that's hilarious. And and we talk about this in the interview, but from the time I first worked with him to like the last shows we did in March of 2020, before things got kind of shut down, um, it was like the merch lines at the end of the show, out the door, out the door, in between shows, and he takes time with every person to come through that line, and as a feature, a lot of times there are headliners that won't let you sell merch at all. There are headliners that don't want you out there with them. Dan was like, if you've got any merch, bring it. And he set me up at the end of his table so that when the line comes through and he's signing things and talking to people, they have to stop right in front of me. So they stop, they look down, they look up. They're like, hey, you were really funny, man. So I get to chat with them. And then they're like, oh, what do you got here? I'm like, oh, this is my CD. It's a download. It's a sticker, whatever. I sold more merch with Dan in the you know, 50 shows I did with him, than I sold f- previous you know years combined.
1: Really? That oh my is, god! That is incredible. Yeah. Well, that is a great setup to this interview coming up because uh, you know it's 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 lengthy, it's good, it's uh, it's it's action packed with with John and Dan. And I think uh, I think everybody's gonna love it. Yeah. Everybody's gonna great.
0: Yeah. So uh, enjoy our talk with Dan Cummins the. Uh, podcast is called Time Suck, and um, he's doing something worthwhile. All right, Dan Cummins, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, really appreciate yes. you taking the time. Thank you, thank you for having me, Mister Hawk. It's good to see yeah, your face. Is, you you are the first guest on on this podcast, yes. and because I appreciate it, it, I appreciate it. Well, and and I, I I backed into it. I said, how can I have Dan as a first guest? Let's talk about podcasts. No, I um I wanted to I wanted the first episode to be, uh, kind of a celebration of this thing that has sort of taken off and become, it's it's it, in in a lot of ways it's like uh if you remember when web series started to become a thing, um, yeah, oh, I'm doing I'm doing a web series and at first I remember I, I booked this thing and I was <laughs> I was working somewhere I go oh I have to take off I'm in, I'm doing this web series somebody pulled me aside and was like don't ever uh, fucking say you're in a web series again. Uh, nobody cares. <laughs> right, and I was right. like, oh, oh, and, but this was early, early on, you know, and then now it's like, oh, we have whole award ceremonies dedicated to web series. <laughs> and it's like, right. these new mediums that get mocked, yep. like grow and grow and grow. I mean, and then the, from And then from they become Adam the big Curry. thing. Yeah, dude. So what, why, why podcast? Like, why did you decide I, I can, do because you you were on, the, you were doing stand-up. I mean, yeah what was the drive behind having a podcast? Well, you know, it's funny, and, and it,
3: I'll answer that, and then also to speak to what you're saying about, like, when people mock stuff, I remember, you know, talking about podcasting, <laughs> I remember... Early, early on, when Joe Rogan started to record all this stuff, and he had his like, like he had a podcast, but it was like you know, was video too, and he had like you know, always like just like filming him talking. And I specifically remember watching an early video, and I think saying out loud, well, "That's fucking stupid." Like I was like, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was, like, I was yeah. like,
0: "This is this is going nowhere." Like, what's he doing? <laughs> and now he's like the biggest podcaster in the world, dude. Yeah, what? It's, uh, Spotify just gave him like a billion dollars or whatever. Right? Oh yeah, Yeah, so
3: much. And and now like going on his show is a, a bigger boost to your exposure than any
0: TV show. Like, it's, it's just he's, insane how it's changed. He's the equivalent of Johnny Carson. Like, what Johnny Carson was, what right? The Tonight Show was, when you got to the couch, America saw you. America. Because yeah. there was only, like, one show on TV at that time. But yep. this is, this is like, Rogan has the most followers and listeners. And right. He gets the most unique guests. I mean, whatever you want to say about him, that's not really it's the amazing. point. It's amazing. The point is, like, He just got paid a a bunch of, grip load of money to do a podcast for Spotify. This thing that 10 years ago we were like, eh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I mean- It's crazy. When I decided to start this one, you know,
3: much later obviously than Rogan, it was was honestly kind of a Hail Mary. I I had a two year contract with this random, talking about web shows, that was like Mm. the equivalent of like a web show, this Playboy. Which you know you yeah you were uh, a guest on so I mean it was good it was good money but it was no exposure nobody very few people were watching
0: who were (laughs) ever going to come to a comedy show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> leave their house. If you're watching that, you have the Playboy network, which means you are so into porn. <laughs> yep. that you're, not, you're not willing to just get it for free online. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. They, the they
3: tolerated porn. me as a co-host to just, you know, watch Naked Girls. So it's like, I'm like, this is a 100% money grab mm-hmm. and, and and some hosting experience, you know, sure. and it's like I had fun sure. with it. But then, so we had made the decision, you know, during when I was at Playboy, my wife and I, fiance at the time, Lindsay, to move to Idaho for family reasons And I was very nervous about, you know, how is my career gonna continue from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho? And, you know, like with my agent at the time and everything and still my agent, you know, great dude. You know, the concern is how can you sell tickets? And in LA, none of the traditional things ever sold tickets for me. I I had tried podcasts before, I'd listened to the advice of a manager when coming up with it. I'd kind of of like listened to the advice of, of my manager for a lot of different things. And none of them really worked out. None of what them really the, went What was anywhere. his advice
0: about podcasting to you?
3: Oh, before it was like, you know, you got to get a guest-based podcast. You know, like you got to have like do all these things. But I knew I couldn't do it. This is before Zoom was right. – yes. It existed. I don't think it even existed. And so, you know, if you wanted to do a guest-based podcast, you needed to be in L.A. And I knew I was going to be in Coeur d'Alene where there would be no guests. You know, it's like not, yeah. you know, comics. Here's There's Bob books. the Hunter. Right. <laughs> and, and so, so I, I did think – you know, with time sucks starting off, I'm like, okay, it, it was an effort to like, I'm gonna take. I was really worried about not even being able to tour eventually from Coeur d'Alene. It's, it's expensive to fly out of this area, dude. And I was like, if I don't start selling tickets, and I and I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be auditioning anymore. I l- legitimately thought like my career might be done in the next couple of years. And so what I wanted to do, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna give one more kind of hail mary, but I'm gonna do it for myself. Like I'm not gonna listen to anyone's advice, and I'm like, what would I want to do? If I got to magically be paid to do something, what would that thing be? And I just like researching weird stuff like I have for years. And so I'm like, I'm going to do that. It's just going to be me. And then I did think uh, I'm going to put comedy in it. And then if it were to work, people who would like the show would want to come see me. I thought of Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast. It's like you get to listen to one voice. And so I I just, you know, got the equipment uh, with some of the Playboy money, just got a little, you know, set. Oh, actually, and I got the equipment because... I wanted to do it. At first, I wanted to do it with a podcast network. Literally, nobody wanted me.
0: Really? What? Um, you, you pitched yourself and they were like, get out of here. I can only get one meeting. I can only
3: get one meeting and it was with the Sideshow Network through Levity. And they were so uninterested in meeting with me that they literally forgot about the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I show up. They don't know um, why I'm there. Hey,
0: what's up? Then they, How are you? <laughs> <laughs> yep.
3: Then they feel bad. And then during the meeting, the guy uh, who takes the meeting, he just looked at his phone the whole time. And I was like, "Uh," it was such a low. I'm like, oh my God, I can't even get someone to pay attention to me to podcast meeting. Uh, Then randomly CBS, they had a network podcast network called Play It. And I got introduced to them through my record label at the time, which is Warner Brothers. I'm like, okay. And they seemed interested. And then the real low point was we go back and forth. They start giving notes. they, They start turning to something I didn't even want it to be. I, I keep sending them new pilots. And then eventually they just tell me, they're like, yeah, we just don't think we can sell this. And I got fired from a job that wasn't paying me. Like they they dropped the concept and they canceled the contract. Well, like they just didn't like it. And so I'm like, God damn it. Like I can't get a meeting. The, the one place that I kind of got through a favor in a way, they dropped me and then I got pissed off. And I'm like, now I'm just gonna do the whole thing myself. And I put all my energy into it. And then yeah, luckily, It was like a miracle up here. It started to work. It started to build. And then what's crazy is if that, uh, if CBS would not have fired me, um, I was only going to make 17 cents on the dollar. I remember that specifically from that contract when it was all said and done. There was like lawyers, fucking record label. It was nonsense. It was all manager. All these people are getting paid. I would have made 17%. But then because I did it myself, you know, I got to make a hundred percent. And making that early money is how I was able to reinvest it and build it into now we have like a little network here in Coeur d'Alene, and you know, and several I mean, full time employees yeah. and all that.
0: You guys basically have your own podcast empire coming out of Idaho. You know what I mean? It's um, crazy. Is, it,
3: it feels uh, feels
0: surreal. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's inspiring, is what it is. Because when you are living in Los Angeles, you know the reason I never wanted to do a podcast was because everyone's got a podcast, and I'm like, what am I gonna say, right? That isn't being said or hasn't been said, or you know, who, how am I gonna get? Like, what am I gonna yeah. do? And I, the concept of like, uh, but like, like, just for you to find that thing, like you go down the rabbit hole on any topic, on your own, right, in your own time. If you were just sitting around, right, right by yourself, you're like, oh man, yeah. what's that? A robot? Oh, I'm gonna look at these robot dogs, <laughs> like, right, it is, right. Like, so it makes it's a perfect thing, and and in my opinion, like, because you were like, this is for me this is what I want, that's why it succeeded. I think so too, I think so too. You're not doing it because some guy told you to, you're not doing it, you're not, you didn't go into it going, I'm gonna make a million dollars on this. You don't go into a podcast thinking (laughs) you're gonna get rich. You do it because you love what you're talking about. And and it's so weird with this uh, thing where, and then how kind of
3: COVID has affected it too greatly, where, you know, once it started to work, I, I still wasn't thinking like, oh my god, that's so cool! I have this like podcast; that's its own kind of like viable job. I thought, well, this will be a good thing. You know, like when you and I were going on the road, I'm like, this is what's going to bring people to shows, and and it, and it worked that way. It and what's cr- really it's did. crazy. Yeah. And what's crazy now though is now we've spun off. Uh, I do another show with my wife, and I do another show with Joe Paisley. You know, our, our engineer, and audio guy, and yep. producer, scared to
0: death. So and we is we dumb.
3: Yeah, scared to death and is we dumb so we can have it all in house since we can't, again, since we can't have no one stopping by the studio. right? Um, We didn't set it up initially for tech. We're like, well, we can do it all here. And then it's grown so much this year that now it's this weird thing where now I consider podcasting my main job and stand up my secondary job. Like it it, it kind of flipped because I haven't been able to tour and 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 because I haven't been able to tour, I just poured all my energy into podcasting this year and it's really grown we've been really lucky and now it's a weird thing where i don't need to tour like i do
0: want to but it's like i was like, going to say do you do you i mean this hasn't like taken the place of stand up for you it's just a different thing
3: just a different thing yeah, yeah. just now. yeah and, and, it, and it takes so much time it's like become now it's this thing where it's like now i'm hoping to get time management down so i'll have the time to tour uh again when it comes you know when that when that opportunity comes back around
0: right and i mean you the I listened to the very first episode, and then I listened to the Stan <laughs> Lee episode because I wanted to hear. I had done that's... the research for the Stan Lee episode. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's right. And I and I was curious because uh, the first one is only a half hour, and it's right. clearly you did that research. That's you. You know what I mean? And and yeah, and I did it quickly. Yeah, but but that but that's okay. Like yeah, it's but it's still entertaining. Do you know what I mean? Like R- oh, well, that's good. There's something. I mean, I guess if someone didn't like you, they're not going to like your podcast. Do you know True. what I mean? You're no like,
3: matter how good the research is, it's so opinionated and weird. Yeah. And if, you don't, if you don't like my sense of humor, there's no, it doesn't matter how much you like the subject, you'll hate and, it.
0: And it was so interesting to listen to the Stan Lee one because I, like I said, I did that research. <laughs> so I kind of remembered a lot of it. And yeah, then as you're yeah. talking, all of a sudden you say, oh, and Stan Lee hated his father and he based every villain in every comic book off his, and I'm like, Wait, what? I don't remember that at all, holy (laughs) shit. And then you just of course that didn't happen, that's not the case. And I'm like, oh, it's like being in a conversation with you. It's like if if you were to go off and and say something smartass, like if we were in the green room and you're like, oh, well, you know, the audience hates you, whatever it is, you know? And you're like, oh my God, really? No, of course not. (laughs) Right, right. It's just very funny. It's such a fun medium, you know? It's like what what I like, I've come to
3: really love about podcasting for all of them is uh, compared to doing stand up for so many years, I mean, stand up, what I love is that connection with a live audience. I mean, there really is something magical about like, this is a moment in time that'll never be reproduced. And, you know, uh, yeah, and it's beautiful to have that connection with, you know, a bunch of strangers right in that and room. And you wrote it. Those are jokes you wrote. Those yeah, are stories and you wrote, you're yeah. telling. And these strangers yep.
0: are like, we fucking love it.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but the, then the tough part about stand up, which this has kind of magnified the pandemic, is, you know, like, you have to go somewhere, you know, obviously to do that. And what's what's incredible about the internet is it's so, oh man, like pandemic proof or, I mean, basically like if you, as long as you can talk, as long as you can talk into a new microphone, yep. you can make a podcast. And then it's so easy to upload them now and, and get them out to all these different platforms. And if you can make it work, I mean, you can, you can make a nice living and you can do what you really enjoy. Cause we know, like, just like me, like, you know, you're, we're all just storytellers of some form and, uh, and you can do that from your apartment. You can do that from
0: your house, whatever. It's just, uh, yeah, you don't that's necessarily amazing. need a studio. You don't need someone to back you. And like you said, nope. when, when this all started, like not the pen, like the podcasting in general, the gear was, yeah expensive. And it was kind of, oh, right. you had to go to a studio. You had to be with a network because yeah. you couldn't afford a mixing board and microphones. And and then yeah. slowly the gear starts to drop in price. And all of a sudden I'm able to afford four microphones, four cables, four mic stands, a little thing. And, yep. like, and then it's like, oh yeah, anyone can do this. Like, Absolutely. Anyone, You Absolutely. Know? And then you can add 4K cameras and
3: a couple things. And you can, you know, like the price of that has gone down dramatically. And now you can have like a, a YouTube presence, which is potentially another source of, uh, you know, income. And then yeah. also with like, you know, merch. I even think about like merch. Like, when I was doing college gigs like 15 years ago. <laughs> college gig. And I yeah. would have to, I would have to find a dude who had like a print shop or whatever and go to them or call them. And I'd have to have all these boxes You'd sent have to, to my place garage. place an
0: order of like at least 200 of something. <laughs> right? And you're like, no one's gonna buy these fucking things. Right. And yeah, you're this, over, this, this risk and, this, and it was like such a thing.
3: And if, and if you were trying to do an online merch store, it's like fucking forget it. Like oh, I didn't that know anybody. Was chaos. That was chaos. Yeah, you're gonna have to set, and then who's gonna distribute it? I guess you're gonna have to. I knew a guy actually, a buddy of mine, David Crow, and who did some of that. He would sell CDs off his website, and so like you know when he wasn't on tour, it's like you know he'd have to uh, box them up in his house, and you have to go down to the post office and do oh, you know for dude. each one, whether it was one or four, but you know all that stuff takes time away from touring and all this. But now, uh. It's crazy with these different like merch sites where you can for like I don't know ten bucks a month. It's a beautiful site on some place where they uh, print on demand, and you just upload an
0: image, and then you can put that image on seventy five different things. I do. I and went to your it's website. a whole new world. I've never. I mean, I guess I haven't really gone in depth on people's merch or whatever. But like, yeah, I don't know that I know any comics that have more T shirts out there that are being bought like right. on a regular basis. Like, and now your comedy shows, your stand-up shows, the last like two or three years have <laughs> yeah. been straight up like Slayer concerts. Everybody <laughs> has a Dan Cummins shirt on. Everybody. It's crazy. I mean, there are, there's always the confused people that are hilarious. They're <laughs> like, I wanted to see comedy. What the fuck is going on? You know? <laughs> right, right, but then like, then they're walking out and they see a huge line at the merch table. And like, well, I guess some people liked it or <laughs> whatever. right. right but like people in line the people waiting for merch are like they are like they're at a concert too they got every they brought their shit to they got gifts for you like you have built and and you were one of the first comics on Pandora so you yeah that's are, what's made all this possible Oh really you think that uh just having a oh, sure. fan based
3: That's uh actually uh for 3 months when I first did the first did time suck you know growth was very 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 slow like you know we it, it was a very small audience And then uh, all of a sudden Pandora launched this thing called an AAM, like uh, artist audio message. And you could, within Pandora, within their app, you'd have like a little artist kind of portal and you could record straight through the app a 15 second message saying whatever you want and you can have a link to it. Um, It's changed a little bit recently, like what you can kind of link out to as things have gotten competitive, but early on you could just link to wherever you wanted. And so I would actually, Pandora wasn't doing podcasts that time and I just started linking to iTunes Oh, to there wow. or to Apple Podcasts, and I, and I would try so I do a fifteen second message. Hey, this is Dan Cummins. If you like my stand up, hopefully you'll like my new podcast. Jesus, Time suck. I, that's fucking smart. <laughs> and it, it was free. It was free, and, and 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 the message would play to anybody who listened to your station. And I had a couple hundred thousand people listening to my station. And I was like, I figured it out later. If I would have had to pay for that marketing, it would have been like six figures worth of marketing. Oh my god, and. Yeah. Uh, and it was just free. And so I just started doing that every week. And I did that every week for like a year and a half. And that built the the podcast like by far more than it. Like the in the first six weeks, the audience size doubled every single week. No shit. And it just started snowballing. Yeah. But like, like, like Pandora, and was crazy. <laughs> Pandora has been so good to me where... If it wasn't for Pandora, I don't think not only would I not have a podcast, I don't think I'd be doing stand up anymore because I was starting to like I, I just wasn't selling any tickets. You know, clubs are, you know, they want to they want to make money. So like they were not happy with the attendance I had. I was worried about that. And Pandora, like I had some really lean months where with my kids and everything, trying to see them when I was down in L.A., they were up here. If it wasn't for those little royalty checks that would come in, I wouldn't have had enough. I mean, I would have been broke. Yeah, Like it was just, uh, and so it, it kept me going and then it also, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, also made this podcast work. It's crazy. That is crazy. I mean, f- first of all, you clearly have a, like a mind or like at least an idea. I mean, these are smart moves you're making. This isn't like you just like, it's, it started with, I want to do this because I love it. But like, sure. You've made like intelligent decisions on where yeah. to take it next. You know what I mean? Oh, that's it has nice. These,
3: I mean, I've, I've thought about it a lot. I read a few books. I read one called, uh, oh man, I think it's called Contagious, The Study of Viral Marketing. Ooh. it's it's. It, I, have it, I have it at home, but it's this, uh, man, I can picture the cover. I'm bad. badly remember the names. But anyway, it was, just, it was just this interesting book that I saw at LAX actually. I was going to a gig and I was like, oh, that's cool, just something to read on the flight. And I read it as I was starting the podcast and it just talked about how like, why do some things because, you know, comics always talk about like, well, why is so-and-so huge? Why are they on this getting this special and I'm not? Like, like I'm funnier than them. Club owners think I'm funny. Why are they getting this? And this book kind of talks about that, not in comedy, but in uh, products. Why does this blender sell uh, two million units and this blender company goes bankrupt? And, and they just talk about marketing techniques. And this one chapter was called Social Currency. And it made so much sense to me. I was working at Playboy at the time. We'd have our show, you know, nobody would really talk about the show, but then after the show we're sitting in these cubicles and there's always like a TV show, a news article, something's going on that's buzzworthy that everybody's talking about. And they talked about that social currency. Like uh, you know, what can you give someone that makes them want to share that information with someone else? Because it makes them feel smarter, uh, better about themselves. Uh, They want to like let somebody in on the cool new thing. And so with my idea for time suck, I'm like, well, that's time suck. It is interesting information every week. And yeah. if I can make it interesting enough, people will talk about it. They'll share it with other people and that'll be the best marketing like I could possibly get. And it worked. Like I just, you know, got, uh, and then I read The Nerdist randomly by Chris Hardwick. And I've never been a self-help guy, but that was about gaming mind. Like I used to be a big gamer when I was younger. And it talked about, like he talks about the Nerdist way, and he just talked about like, OK, if you a lot of he talked about how like a lot of video game people, they're not getting what they want in life, not getting to where they want, but they can get to where they want on a game because they approach life and the video game differently, differently. OK. And he was like, what if you approach life like a video game? Take your emotions out and think like in a game, you're going to do whatever you need to do to get past the boss to make it to the next level. Well, now you have this obstacle in real life. How can you dissect it? And how can you analyze it and figure out how to get past it? And it, I went through all the workshop things in that book. I wrote out all the little exercises he had, it took me months to finish it around other things. And it stuck, it just really sunk in. And, and, it, and he has all these exercises about getting rid of your fears. Uh, Like one of them, I remember the book was like, well, I'm worried about what my peers would think, you know, something, but then but then he has you work through it. And I was like, yeah, but my peers don't pay my bills. Yeah. My peers aren't part of my family. They're not going to like, why do I care? What does this is analysis,
2: who, yeah. who gives a
3: shit? <laughs> gives and the- it really like helped me break through some things and it, and it allowed me to pursue time suck as a business where with stand up, I always worried too much early on, not anymore, but early on about like back of the room, other comp, you know, that kind of stuff where I should have just been worried about like, well, what do I think? And 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 I should have like been I don't know more interested in marketing myself, but but anyway, those books like they legitimately really helped me. I want to reread them actually. That's
0: that's great, man. I mean, like you 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 put the work in. It wasn't just a I have a podcast because no. Mean, I remember like this is so funny to me still. Like we were uh, in the green room. It was like right before you started the podcast, and I had I was on my second podcast. I was like a year into my second podcast, and you were like, "I remember, I remember that. thinking about doing a podcast." And I was like, I sat down and I was like, "Okay, well, let me give you some tips." <laughs> and I like start talking about my podcast and how it's really hard to grow followers and da da da. da. And yeah, yeah. then the next time I worked with you, you're like, "Yeah, I got like a million people listening," and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa what, <laughs> Wow. Like it was, it was mind blowing. But then I listened to it, and they are they're very entertaining episodes. How how did you, I mean, it, it clearly just grew on its own from half hour to these yeah. topics became something you couldn't cover in a half hour and you wanted to keep going and, and keep talking about it. I mean, now sure. average is what? Two and a half hours for an episode?
3: Yeah, but I, I try to, I, you know, it's funny. I try to keep it around two, but it generally yeah. goes a little over um, but yeah, around, around, but it's gone up to like over two and a half, but yeah, try, usually around two,
0: two fifteen, something like that. And also you, you deal with fan emails and stuff like that. You talk, you, right. you're very, you're very interactive with them. And even when they criticize yeah. you, you don't just poo yeah. that you, you take it on and you're, you either say, this is why I did it or sure. you say, fuck off. I'm not going to stop doing it. So don't listen if you don't like it. But you yeah, know, that's just kind of, uh, it's just, it's just interesting to me. Um, I try, I, I try of- to,
3: yeah, I try to listen, you know, where uh, I think actually I was reading something about Rogan once where he was talking about YouTube comments and about how like, you know, it's not a good idea to get in there too much and really read too much and let it all kind of weigh you down. But when you do look at feedback, okay, some of it's not going to be great, but every once in a while it kind of stings because part of you knows, ah, fuck the right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and I tried to like take that to heart and it's like, you know, these, these networks and, and, you know, coming out of reality TV, which I worked on a lot of shows like you and you know, like that before I thought early on too, I want to approach this like a real show. Like, like as if I'm a producer on like a, a TV show, take that same level of uh, attention and give it to a podcast. And I thought about how those shows, you know, they pay a lot of money for a focus group. They pay a lot of money to have it like their their show, you know, tested with an audience before they kind of release the pilot. Yeah. And I'm like, I have people wanting to do that for me. Like they're, they're, the emails started coming in,
0: then I responded to them, which made more emails come in. Dude, and, if you're talking and, to them, they think you're gonna talk yeah. to them. So wait, why, why wouldn't they email you if they you right. you answer anything else? Yeah. And then
3: it just merged, you know? Then it's like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna always do what I like, but why not also listen to them? And if uh, there's something that they bring up, then I'm like, okay, that's a good point. And I would still like to do it that way. And that way is better. I don't wanna let my ego get in the way of like, yeah, but that's not my idea. Right, right, and so I just I just followed their lead, and that's how it went to longer episodes because that's what the audience wanted, and I enjoyed it, and yeah, yeah, and and and
0: uh, you talked about the other two podcasts, Is We Dumb and Scared. To oh yeah, Death. Is We
3: Dumb and Scared to Death. Yeah,
0: your your wife Lindsay, uh, who uh, tell her I said hi by the way. I um, will. She loves you. She uh, she's great, and I feel like that's the only reason I was able to work with you is because we got me and her got along. So it's like yeah, <laughs> no, no can, I love you, you too. But uh but it, well, how what how she's been intricate in helping you start yeah. suck and beat she was there from the beginning yeah. and then became I mean she's a not a character but she's like a part of like the lexicon she's a part of sure, the sure. mythos so like people are in line get excited when she's at shows you know Yeah like, it
3: was cool to see that cuz I would yeah. talk about her she she popped on to one podcast uh, episode maybe two she might have been on for a second but but uh yeah people really responded to that um, and then you know, when I seen how people responded to her at the show made me excited because I wanted to do a show with her for a while. I wanted to do a horror show. Like, it's funny, like I love comedy, but also I've always loved horror movies, horror novels, uh, graphic novels in that, you know, the artwork, that's kind of horror-based. Like, sure. A lot of my tattoos are more like horror kind of based. I just, I like that aesthetic and i wanted to do a show and i was wanted to do it with her but i was so worried that like oh shit what if the fans don't like her that's going to be devastating that's going to be i heard yeah, her, see her that happen feelings. to her
0: she would feel bad feelings, and you would feel yeah. bad that you dragged her into it exactly
3: but then seeing how the fans responded to her i'm like okay we're going to be okay and uh yeah you had your yeah, toe in the
0: that, water before that you didn't just yep. come straight out they'd met her kind of in a sense right. and because she lets you talk so freely about you're right. You know what I mean? There's not, yeah, not a lot of couples are like, go ahead, spill the beans on a fucking podcast about, you know, whatever. But, um, right, but that also makes people feel like they, um, are in your circle. They know you They're and, that, and that's it, a
3: cool thing know? about podcasting too. It's like, you can be, I don't know. It's interesting. Like it's changed me in that way where when I opened up about a few things of, uh, here and there early on, I was like, uh, I wonder how they're going to judge me for this. You know, I've been very honest about like, you know, I was a dirtbag here and I did this here and I fucked this up and I was a Dude, piece the, of shit in this relationship.
0: Pe- the banana peel is fucking, <laughs> fucking banana peel.
3: Like, yeah, talking about fucking a banana peel in the bathroom at work. You know, it's like all these, all these things. And uh, it's that's been a really cool part of it just to see like now they, they love that because everybody has their weird things and it just like
0: makes them feel on, better yeah, to see. Yeah, you let your freak flag fly and they're <laughs> right. like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I can do that right. too. And I I do, I do, I will admit to like, not stalking, but I poke around on the Facebook fan page for Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a fun bunch. It's it's really impressive. Like you grew an audience that not, they don't just love you and everything you do. They like love each other and they don't even know each other. Like there's always somebody posting about something sad that happened and the comments are just like, we got your back, dude, everything's gonna be all right. It's like, there is no, and even when they don't agree on shit, there's no right. And maybe that's the page's monitor to keep that kind of shit out, but like. Uh, yeah, we have some good admins
3: too, but a lot of it is the audience, and you know, and like, and they've just taken that and run with it. Like, I pushed that early on, not knowing that it would work, but in a sense of like, hey, this could be a cool way to meet people where if you, you know, you pop in this little group, you at least know that they also the person you're talking to likes dark humor, isn't afraid of fucked up subjects, but also is trying not to be an asshole. Like
0: you have some basic yeah. You, uh, if, place if you to start like off that with. podcast, you have yeah. a few things in common at least.
3: Right, exactly, exactly. And they and but yeah, they really went with it, and we've tried to encourage as much as possible, and we got lucky. We know just uh, have a great staff now that they do so much with that. But yeah, I'm constantly blown away. Well, we just did a we just did a giving tree. This is so crazy this month. Uh, we do donations for a percentage of our twenty percent of our Patreon goes to a donation every month. Jesus <laughs> and and then um and we've been doing that for a long time, a couple wow. of years now. Wow. And then this month we were gonna donate. We usually do an outside, you know, organization, but then last year in December we decided to give back to the community. because uh, Lindsay was a recipient of a giving tree when she was a kid, which is when your family can't afford like presents for you essentially. And wow. so somebody else gives you presents. So last year we ended up, I don't know, fifteen families or something like that, we got presents for. Uh, well this year we started to do it and then people said like we want to help. They started sending us money, then we said we would match. Uh, we were going to donate eleven thousand dollars from Patreon to we ended up donating forty-one thousand dollars. Holy uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. It was uh eleven from Patreon. The fans donated fifteen. We matched with another fifteen. And so, like, 80 families that are from the Facebook group are going to have all these presents for Christmas. So it's—the philanthropy stuff that's come out of it, too, has just uh, been—I didn't expect that when I started doing a podcast. I've just been—my whole career, I've tried to go with, like, okay, if this door will not open for me, I'm not going to keep fucking pounding on it. Some people have that mentality. I don't. I'm gonna think about what other do- other doors are out there and just kind of be more malleable and as long as I'm having fun and creating I can bend with that and I feel like with with the podcast we've done that where we've just kind of bent we've just fought we just listened to the audience and just followed you know uh what's worked and it's just morphed kind of symbiotically into whatever it is now
0: well, it's pretty impressive that's what it is. Um, <laughs> oh, I mean- thanks. I, I you, And again, Scared to Death is the one you do with Lindsay. That's a horror podcast. Isn't yeah, now it? we have Is We Dumb. Is We Dumb is you and uh, Joe. So fun. You guys, I just saw a brief clip of like <laughs> this woman who's like trying to end Amazon by giving a one-star review to Die Hard because it didn't have sound. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> but so you basically take, you find idiots on the internet and talk about them. That's that podcast. Yeah, we make
3: fun of ourselves a lot too. It's been fun. Where, and that was Joe's idea where it's like, you know, we have... Uh, these segments, you know, like dumb, dumb idiots and stuff, just people doing dumb things online, one star heroes, uh, people leaving petty, uh, you know, shitty reviews needlessly <laughs> yeah. uh, and 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 all these other kind of like random web based content segments. But then we also make fun of ourselves. And that's been super fun, like just to like, uh, you know, like talk about like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did this. I'm such an idiot. It's like it's like a confessional. Yeah. And then every time we get so many emails of like me too. You, you know, I did uh, yeah, the same oh, you thing. did that? I did this worse. Like, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and so that's been really cool. I uh, a relief. And I, yeah, I like Is We Dumb where it's just like for me, that's where I don't prep. Joe preps the stuff. I prep one-star heroes, I react to the rest. So it's like a very different feel, closer to stand-up. Relaxed. And I love on and I love on that way, you're very relaxed and uh, and very raw, that which I also love about podcasting. Like sometimes after an episode, you know, I kind of come away being like, oh, am I going to get a lot of shit for that? Because, like, I went fucking off on, you know, whatever. Whatever, you know, yeah. some, Sometimes we get super vulgar. <laughs> and, uh, like, really, like, I remember, like, <laughs> we had a running gag a few episodes that basically was about putting a baby into a barf bag, punching it flat, and flushing it down the toilet. Oh.
0: Like. <laughs> like so it's most- like a, it's just a Sunday morning type podcast. <laughs> <The> family gathers <laughs> right. around the radio. Yep. Gather, come on, kids, get over here. They're talking about punching babies and
3: barf bags and
0: flushing the toilet. Don't be bad. Don't be bad. <laughs>
3: right. This right. could happen to you. <laughs> and I think people love that about podcasts, too, where, uh, you know, compared to, I mean, TV's changed, but compared to how TV, like, used to be, it's like, there's no suits.
0: There's nobody saying, like, I don't
3: know if you should, you should say that. It's, you it's know? up
0: to the listener. It's up to the audience. It's, it's up to yep. the audience to decide. And, and with so many podcasts, like yeah. when I hear someone go, ah, oh, this fucking podcast sucks. You're like, then don't listen to it. You have literally right? a billion to choose from. Go find <laughs> right. something different. Like yeah. it's the same when people complain about TV, like this show shouldn't be on. I'm like, you don't have to
3: watch it. There's a million. I know that's a weird thing. I remember one time seeing a review on one of our podcasts and it was somebody and whatever they wrote, it was, a, it was like a one-star review but they but they wrote about how they didn't like it at first, they've been listening for months, they still don't like
0: it. <laughs> They're not. I'm like, what are you doing? Just get out of here. I keep hitting like, myself with this hammer and it hurts. Now right, right. I've been doing it for a few months and it still hurts. I don't know what to do. I, I, I mean, I've, I've tried nothing. I wanna, keep, tried I wanna nothing. keep hitting my head
3: in the hammer, with the hammer, yeah. No, it's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, dude. Now, oh, go ahead. Oh no! I, I was just gonna say. So,
3: so what inspired uh,
0: you for for this for this, this new podcast? Um, honestly, I was I, my last podcast ended, uh, and I didn't do anything for a little while. And, and yeah, in, in, indie, I was trying to think of something to do. You know, I didn't. I knew I wanted to do something where I could talk to other people. Um, yeah. and then Indy, uh, hit me up, me and him worked on my death co together. So that's oh, how we met. Okay, cool. So he hit me up and he was like, Hey, just so you know, I'm producing some podcasts and we could do something if you're interested. And immediately I was like, yeah. And I started thinking about it and it made the most sense. I can be the broadest it's, it's going to be sort of like what you do in the sense that I'm, I'm just, I'm not as detailed as you, meaning like, I don't do that kind of homework. I can't, I just won't. So even if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. (laughs) Right. So it'll be a list of simple facts for some things, but most of all, it's just a celebration of, everything that we think is cool and that is I inspiring that. entertaining and positive. You know what I mean? I love so, that. I love that. And that's, no, why, that's... Uh, like doing a thing about podcasts. Like your podcast is above and beyond what a, like, you know, two comics in LA sitting on a couch yelling about how they can't get spots, whatever. Like there's, <laughs> you're doing something right. that you like that you would listen to and research anyway on your own. And the people yeah. who found it, like you said, they share it with each other. It's like, Everybody, when we're in, I'm walking at the merch line. They get up to the table. Oh, this is my husband. I got him into the podcast. Right, right, right. And he's been a sucker for this long, and now I do it. I'm. It's like it's it's a relationship thing now. It's like people are like, yeah, yeah no, that's how we met. Listening to the podcast. It's like it, it's it's you've you've grown something that is uh, bigger than you. In a sense, yeah. like For, yeah. Like absolutely in in, in in the long run, in the bigger picture, if you wanted to down yeah. the road, you could replace yourself, right. still make money, and not have to do it. Do you know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Like I mean the I, Daily Show yeah. has had three, four. Oh, hosts. Right. Right. Time suck has grown like you're growing a grateful dead, you're growing something bigger than you. Does I, get, I gotta sense? find
3: that I gotta find that John Mayer. I I do. Well, I was thinking back. But hopefully not
0: die. I was thinking about back when, like Jerry Garcia was (laughs) with the band, and they were like, "We just want like his whole thing was eventually. I want this to be bigger than me, where the music is picked up by other people and marched forward, and it's not about me." And I think I like that
3: mentality too. I don't like. uh, It's funny. Like um, I'm happy. I'm grateful for what's happened, but I also was never one of those comics. Uh, well, and you're the same way too. Like in the green room, you can tell what kind of, you know, comic a person is. And I was never the, look at me, everybody focus right here. This guy. You're
0: not Um, always on.
3: No, I just like doing the creative work. But I mean, that would be the coolest legacy for me is if it were to, I just think about the relationships people are forming that like, you know, that will carry on long past anything
0: I do. They're going to have kids that are going to find out that their parents met listening to your podcast.
3: Right. Right. It's like, that's the cool stuff. And and, and, I, and I get from a fan's point of view now why people do like podcasts so much. It's like I look at it like when I really get into a show like Westworld, whatever. I mean, I, I get really into them sometimes. And then when they go on a hiatus, I'm like, no, fuck. Like I think about like uh, Deadwood years ago. Oh. And then they couldn't they couldn't negotiate with HBO. And I was they like, are you it. fucking kidding me? People like, were in this, pissed. <laughs> oh, so I was one of them. So pissed. But like with a podcast, unless the person just decides to stop doing it, which doesn't happen that often, no network's going to cancel it. And the season doesn't end. That's what's so beautiful. It's like, it just keeps going. And you get to keep that thing that you like in your life every week yeah. you know as yeah. opposed to any kind of series so it's a it's a very it's a very cool medium I, ho- I hope you uh I hope you love this ride that you're gonna be on with this podcast well I'm,
0: it, I already I'm already excited just because I like the, the the idea of just like having a show that's positive that's just kind of out yeah. there about whatever you know what I mean yeah uh, and it'll be fun I'm looking forward to it but uh, what what do you think is next for you guys like how what's the what are the next steps for you guys? Well, this next year, we want to kind of like market it more. You
3: know, it's such a, um, it's a lot of work just to keep up with all these shows now. And so lately, I've just been trying to get ahead on content. We want to get a few weeks out on everything. And then actually, you know, kind of what I was talking about earlier, I was like, how can I reach more people, you know, outside of word of mouth, kind of grow it. And then uh, randomly, my next creative project is, uh, you know, is to write a book. I've always wanted to write a book. and I want to write a horror novel. I've had the idea in my head for a long time. But I never had an audience. I'm like, well, that's not. Now it's like, you a market. do. Now I have an audience for that. So I'm like, well, that'd be fun. And then, and I just like to try and keep the creative uh, juices going and different things. And but really, it's it's like, how can we maintain? It's been it's been so fun. It's been so rewarding. But it's been so many hours of work every week. Now it's a thing, a game of like, how can I keep it all moving but not burn out and getting yeah. get more time with the family, more more rest time to recharge. So hopefully we can keep this going for a long time. Because, you know, when I started, I came from this chaotic place of throwing so much shit on the wall, hoping it would stick, doing everything you can to make it work. I just never th- would ever think that something would work. I was never like, oh, this is going to work for sure. It was always right. like, ah, I don't know. Now I'm trying to retrain my brain to be like, no, man, this is, this is working. It's you can definitely like, you
0: know, working, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and now, so, you, so now enjoy you can it. focus. It's not about throwing everything against the wall to see what sticks. You yeah, know now what... it's refinement. It's stuck. Now you can just yeah plow ahead and make it better as as you go so it's fun i feel super grateful that way where
3: it's like i i want to just not fuck it up like how can i take something that people like yeah and just you know make it better and enjoy the ride and that's that's
0: that's about it well dude that's awesome man thank you so much for uh thank you john and um best of luck with all the rest of the podcasts and i hope you do write that book uh and I'll put all your links and all the stuff up when okay, we, great. Uh, when we post the show because there's yeah. there's a lot of info on that website. You got a good website, and um, there's just a lot there, man. It's it's really fun. Oh,
3: thanks. And when and when this uh, comes out, yeah, obviously you know, let us know, and sure. so we can uh, we can promote it, man. Yeah, wanna, I'd
0: appreciate wanna that. Want to promote you i appreciate john it Huck. yeah you've, you've good been, dude funny you've been, man you've been nothing but uh, uh kicking the ass to my whole entire existence in the world of comedy so i very much appreciate it dude
3: oh that's good man and, and say hi to nicole yeah you guys i uh, will i will tell Lindsay people. i said hi
0: i'll probably I will. Uh, i'll send her a text but uh cool all right man thank you yeah thanks john all right later dude
1: right that was a great interview that oh was super cool yeah dan is
0: dan is literally uh he's one of my favorite people he's definitely he's top two or three of the comics i've met in los angeles and outside of la now but um yeah solid dude i'm
1: glad he got to do it in his time suck studio oh like, dude it, th- he like it i felt said, like we were man, there with him he's yeah.
0: he's built an empire dude it's really like three podcasts his wife is in one his buddy is in it like you know what I mean? That's the kind of that's a train you want to be on if you're around him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's just a good time. Um,
1: well, and speaking of a good time, I mean this is speaking highly with John Huck, and we're gonna have a lot more guests. We
0: are. We're show. gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah. We're gonna do cover a lot of topics, dude, and everything: camping, meditation, hats, pillows, people like my mom. Jerry Garcia, Eddie Van Halen, Bob Dylan, you know, musicians, actors, people that we feel have done uh, things that were inspiring and um, positive and entertaining, you know, just things that make life enjoyable. Definitely. So I think that sums it up. Yeah. So we hope you guys come back and join us every week. And um, I guess we don't really have an email set up or anything. We'll get something set up. You can hit us up. Uh, yeah. if you want to drop episode two link. yeah we'll get yeah. there <laughs> and we'll put we'll put links to everything when we post so you guys will be able to see all that
1: yeah yeah and uh yeah i uh this is uh john huck and is it at john huck
0: uh oh yeah my twitter or what yeah
1: your twitter my, your instagram my, what's, what's, my what's, twitter is, is the handles
0: my twitter is at j-o-n-h-u-c-k and my instagram is at j-o-n underscore h-u-c-k uh, there's another john huck he's a watercolorist we're really? we're buddies online. I went to his art show. He's That's like, great. We'll have That's him. Awesome. We'll have him on because he's he's an artist. He's a really he's worthwhile. He's awesome. a good guy. Yeah, yeah,
1: we'll have both John Huck's on.
0: Be That's weird, great. right? <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: Great, awesome. All oh, right, cool. thank Enjoy everybody. Thank you. Thanks
0: a lot for uh, checking it out. See you next time.